Tune into FC Popcorn to catch us discussing new trending topics. Remember to subscribe and follow us on your favorite podcast platform to never miss an episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of FC Popcorn, a Film Companion original podcast. Uh, Anu Pratyush, thank you for being here. Today we are talking all things January. So we will start with the mammoth, the big one, fighter. So you guys kick off. What did you guys think? I have to tell you, I've discovered that the 7.30 a.m. show is amazing. Okay. <laughs> it's just you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually not. There were, there were at least like, I would say about 45 people. 50 people there uh, there's no traffic on the road uh, the mall is empty you know it's just all sorts of and you're done at 10.30 imagine on a 10 at 10.30 on a release day you're actually done with Notice watching she's not about, about the film, about the, film yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the timing traffic <laughs> logistics no, that, that's just to say the joggers on my way <laughs> to the show <laughs> that's just to say I had an epiphany and I will be doing this more often <laughs> the early morning show which you guys do a lot Yes, today we chose to do the 9 a.m. Uh, IMAX. Was the earliest show for IMAX. Yeah, we did ah. the IMAX 3D. Okay, I saw it in 2D. Yeah. How was the 3D? We wanted to go for it because of the IMAX experience, because you want to be pressed up against the screen. Because I think that's the only way you can appreciate a film by Siddharth Anand. I was rewatching War last night and I found it so How dull. How much fun is it? It's yeah. so dull on the small screen, Anand. Mm. It's so dull, so tedious, so long. Because after a point, it's just a pileup of action scene after scene, right? And there's only so much of that you can take on the small screen. These are things that you have to be pressed up against the screen. So I have to say, I also rewatched War for this and I enjoyed it. It works. So much. Okay. I, I'm still sort of into Kabir and Khalid and uh, Saurabh as... <laughs> that is also a possibility. And Colonel Luthra as and well. Of course. <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, with, with this film, and, and I really enjoyed Pathan too. Uh, so so I, I know it had its share of detractors, but I just thought that, you know, he finds that sweet spot between serious and sexy and silly. I think mm. Siddharth Anand is just genius at doing that. Mm. With this film, I just felt like uh, he, he leaned so much into this very shrill tonality, which forget the politics of it, which we can keep aside, even if you keep those aside. I think it damaged the storytelling. Mm, yeah. For me, that was the issue that you kept sort of beating the same one note in every other scene. And I felt like the screenplay really couldn't pull together all the threads. You know, there were so many threads of the personal stories, the backstories, uh, the frictions, the uh, the lack of trust, the loss of friends, etc., etc. that I felt like the screenplay just wasn't able to kind of weave those things together in a way that kind of made you, give you that high mm. at the end of it. Do you remember in War, there's this one scene where uh, Kabir is talking to the young girl and the girl is like, I lost this match. And he's like, is this what your school teaches you? Harna, Jeetna. Correct. The thing that you have to do is... Sorry, this is Vani Kapoor's daughter, right? Vani Kapoor's yes. daughter. Yes. And so he's telling her, the small kid, that the thing you should do is bring yourself to the to the fight or whatever, whether you lose or you win doesn't matter. The fact is that you have to bring yourself, the whole of yourself to it. Uh, so th there's this ambivalence towards winning and losing, which you see in the way they're playful and they're bumbling. You know, there's that scene where both Rithik and Tiger are being whacked around by this villain and then they have to come together to take him down because Correct. individually they can't. Yeah. But that kind of playfulness is lost here because there is a scene here where they say, Jang mein har ya jeet hoti hai. 
So suddenly you have to pick sides. And so there's a side, sort of sombriety that comes into the characters. There's no playfulness. At all. There's no joy. Yeah. Uh, so there's that sort of starched uh, tone that sort of infects the film. So you're right. Like by choosing the politics where you are a winner or a loser, you are infecting your film because you have to leech it off anything that can make them slightly more playful, slightly more unstable. They have to be the hero. Yeah. They have to be that, you know, granite abbed hero. Uh, so yeah, I and the granite abs were lovely. Just putting it out there, <laughs> they were. They were because we didn't get to see them in war, right? <laughs> they were alluded to in war. No, but just in terms of war, I have to say, I think the more we watch these films, and we're going to be watching a lot more of them, right? The spy universe and everyone who's make some version of that film. I do think war, which is a film I'm a massive fan of, is only going to increase with it, it, over time. You know, I think that just the value of that film of that big flashy action blockbuster that's having so much fun. I just think we're going to be talking about it more and more every year. Yeah. The more we see sort of diluted versions of it or sort of less impressive versions of it. But with Fighter, I think I it worked for me a bit more than it did for you guys. For me, the thought I kept having is when it lets itself be a big, flashy, decently executed, slightly bloated action film, that's when it worked for me. When it isn't buried in weird politics and all the stuff that just makes you uncomfortable and all that, you know, like I know the way you mentioned that it keeps beating the same drum. If you put that aside, the times and the portions where it just lets itself be an action film. Which is what he's good yeah, at. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just good guys and bad guys and saving the day and the big hero, star worship in such a fun way when, you know, he does it right. I really enjoyed it. But but yeah, it, it you have to keep, because the two parts of the film keep wrestling with each other and then you keep sort of falling, finding yourself falling out of it and coming back to it. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I, yeah, I did feel like there were lengthy portions more in the second half that didn't have much to say, you know, which again, always happens with these films. You know, they're always more bloated. There's always that need to be almost three hours for reasons I don't understand. I love what you said after you walked out of the film. He's like, the, the parts of the film that you loved, you loved more yeah. than you hated the parts of the film that you hated. That was his reaction to the film, which I thought was very... Mm. Mm. I still think, uh, I still think if I was a star, Siddharth Anand still is the guy who does that really well, who, who really gives you the most bang for your buck in terms of the big, um, I think the, the way I see him is he brings that Hollywood sensibility of trying to make a Mission Impossible style, sleek, competent action film, but mixes it with our star worship. Absolutely. And I think War is probably the greatest example, Pathan definitely. And here there were sort of moments of that. You saw it and I did feel it. Um, but yes, I, again, it, it's buried in a lot of other stuff that really takes you out of it. But even the relationship between uh, Patty and Minnie, yeah. I thought there were moments there where you saw a little bit of playfulness. Where, Anu? Where? Come on, even, I felt it in the first I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. he's just being mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, in the first half yeah, of the days. And, and they're both, of course, so gorgeous. And you want them to be together. Yeah. And I liked that, spoiler alert, that they are not uh, in the traditional sense together, together. Yeah. You know, so it, it's just, I, I felt like there was so much more that it could do. But it just keeps going down back that road of, but we are patriotic and we get it. Mm. We got that in the first frame. <laughs> you know, when, when, when he, he walks into the frame and it's Patty, the best of the best, uh, you know, our very own homegrown mm. maverick, uh, we get it. So I'm not sure why the screenplay just chose to repeat that one thing again and again for everything. Mm. Even Minnie's backstory finally comes down to she's worthy of your praise because she's a patriotic pilot. And because the you hero... Know? convinced her parents you know because That's the right. hero That's but right. can we just talk about Minnie for a second because I really felt like I love watching Deepika and I think she would make such a badass action hero but I just felt this film really let her down you know we were doing all the analysis of how 
she doesn't pass any bechdel test anytime soon you know she's not instrumental to the plot if anything his two friends the ones who get captured spoiler alert they are still more instrumental she is there to love him uh, she doesn't get one badass moment in the f- you know in the f- final absolutely action. where's the gatlin gun yeah no, and yeah. it is there's also something i was thinking about later where like all the men in this world get to shoot planes and be cool the women are in helicopters <laughs> getting to save people you know <laughs> It is that thing of you can be you can save people, but like the, you, she didn't even get a single moment, a single yeah. heroic moment, and I really felt that like she deserved better, and and yeah, and I I don't know why we didn't get to see that, but this is where I might disagree with both of you in the sense that I get that the language of the big film is excess, right? That excess is the grammar of this kind of movie making, but with Siddharth Anand very specifically, I think what ha- often happens is he mistakes a a more chaotic, sputtering edit for. suspense of a tenseness there's never a sense of time ticking in his movies though time is ticking very often uh i still remember you know in top gun maverick of which this film is very liberally taking notes from but in that there's this one scene where he's taking off his fighter jet and as the plane the jet is whooshing you can see the roof of the thing trembling you can see the guy standing in his head just being swept up you're seeing sort of the space time being just ripped apart yeah. by the flight there is no sense of, of any of that in yeah. this film yeah. there's no sense of space like the way light is in hyderabad is the same way the light is in kashmir the same way like there's no sense of building a world of of inhabiting it with that sense of time is is going and you might lose your life there's no existential um dread dread also because the villain is so one note na true i that mean dread hi nahi hai that is <laughs> you know that is very i true. mean i was just like is <laughs> the blind eye into red <laughs> the red eye <laughs> no but i was like is he great as a one note villain can, is he just giving a really good performance as a one note villain or can mm. he not act which is why this is a one note villain i don't like i couldn't fathom what the deal was and i, I just felt like you know what what siddharth did with john in pathan mm. was you felt afraid for sharuk yeah. mm. at least momentarily you were like oh my god this man could take him out but there's not no yeah, a chance yeah. that poor azhar akhtar even if you ignore the politics some of it is just excessive for no reason like you know he has the uh, the his uh, nemesis red nose you know the other pilot Correct. which is a great name yeah and with cool eyes it was enough that red nose is his equal is his big villain yeah. to take down but at some point you have a, a scene where red nose is laughing maniacally <laughs> for for no reason you know you've established he's the threat i believe it but then there was no need for that but i also wanted to ask what you guys thought of the action because my big fear going into this film was that the cgi wouldn't be great it wouldn't be convincing obviously it's not going to live up to top gun and i was surprised when i found that actually it was fairly it, con- it yeah. was convincing yeah. At, yeah. at at no point did i not believe that these are planes in the sky doing battle but i was more put off with the sort of the editing and the rhythm of it it for me it was the aerial equivalent of you know when you see hand to hand fight scenes and it's so choppily done that do you know exactly what's going on right i felt that with a lot of the aerial sequences especially in the first half Well you're like you're trying to figure out wait who's who and exactly what's happening in the sky. Yeah. I largely know who's winning and who's losing mm. but the specifics of it just felt very very choppy. Yeah. Um yeah. it's disorienting. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Especially Absolutely. the last fight. I Which think was... the camera just was like put in a container and been shaken around yeah. <laughs> because you felt dizzy especially when in IMAX I thought like I thought I was losing my sight after Yeah, no that's why I chose to be. <laughs> I was like it's going to it's going to be too much. But but moving on. Yes. To to How does a it film that work? I loved, yeah. uh, which was Merry Christmas. I don't know how you guys felt about that. I just, 
I thought that relationship between the two leads was just so lovely. I I was very swoony by the end of it. Was anybody else swoony? Uh, I am glad. No. <laughs> I'm glad Pratish to, is like, no. <laughs> I'm glad to have watched this with Pratyush because everyone has loved that film but me. And sort of we largely agree on a lot of things on that film. And because I had such an existential crisis because it didn't work for me. I mean, it did in elements, but I didn't feel that connection, which is right. instrumental to the film. And I literally felt like there's something wrong with me. I'm dead inside. Why is it just me? Because for me, it was at least the first half, it felt like a very lethargic first half. You're waiting for things to kick off. I didn't feel that 96 level connection. I want to feel for Vijay Setupati and Katrina. I was constantly suspicious as like, okay, who's, you know, what's the vibe here? And then obviously the film kicks into gear in the second half and you're much more invested. But still, I, I just feel like feeling for them and connecting to them on a romantic level outside of the crime stuff is instrumental and I never... Yeah, the crime stuff I actually found pretty lame. Yeah. Like I didn't care and that yeah. explanation was so <laughs> outrageous, yeah. you know, of what happened that, that I just was like, no, I'm not invested in this. But I loved the two of them and I especially loved him. I thought he's just so wonderful. I had a very strange, I had probably the, the reverse of what you felt, which huh. is the film feels like a Lego, like constructing Lego, that there's this frustration that you're sort of working with. And then it finally clicks into place. Correct. And when it does, there is the pleasure of that clicking into place, however bizarre the reasons are. But it's the small clues that keep accreting over the film that I lost patience with. Mm. Because I did not feel they had any abiding chemistry with each other. A lot of people felt it. I didn't. I thought a lot of the scenes that you were building, like, you know, him going and buying that small, you know, Tinsel thing, just the small scenes that you're building, which you develop later, Correct. had a lethargy to it. That was not, uh, there was you nothing compulsive. You could see the building blocks. You like could see setup, it. Yeah. You were seeing that this is an instrumental scene. This yeah. is not a scene that is can stand on its own. Um, and what didn't work at all for me was I, the, the, that opacity of Katrina Kaif. Um, which is supposed to be mysterious, I suppose, but it came across as opacity to me. Mm. Uh, so to, as a film, it was very... So when it, when it clicked into place, though, when it all comes together, then I thought I was having more fun with the film because suddenly nothing was instrumental anymore. No scene was instrumental. Every scene was standing on its own. Uh, but uh, because especially after Andhadhun, where every scene was wicked, you know, there was something... But only for the first half, Pratyush. I felt really? the second half of Andhadun felt to me very... Um, convoluted? Convoluted. And unnecessary, just to keep it going. I love you know? that about it. Really? Right? That excess, yeah. like excess is always welcome in, in, in my So I like books. the Yash Chopra excess. <laughs> <laughs> excess of pretty people. And chiffon. And, and chiffon, Switzerland. yes. Not plot. <laughs> I will say though for Merry Christmas, I it's one of those films where like even if it didn't work for me, I'm very much rooting for it because so much of it felt so specific and almost risky to me. It's yeah. not doing something at every mm. moment. It's not pandering and making sure that the audience is consistently, in quotes, entertained. Right. And and it's something very specific. There's something really personal about that film. And it's the kind of thing where like I really hope people watch it and champion it because, you know, we need more mm. narratives in mainstream cinema that are doing well because right mm. now it's it's very right. you know people in fighter jets and things like that so uh, so yeah I mean just, just for that I'm very much rooting for the film but yeah I, I wish I, I wish I felt that connection I just wanted to feel that love or that chemistry or connection whatever you want to call it I did uh, feel it though that last moment yeah. that uh, last moment oh my god when he puts the ring on her yeah. finger that's when so I perfect. felt it yeah, yeah. I, you know that, and the, which is why it's hard to really criticize this movie because what are you criticizing because it's it's all coming together in the right. end right but I can't also deny the frustration i felt in the journey through, through yeah. there but how how do these two films stand 
it, among the rest of your January film watching experiences. What have you seen, Suchin? You must have seen a lot of shows. My uh, God, how much has dropped? January three big shows I've seen so far, which is fairly big. So there was uh, on Netflix there was Killer Soup, which I really really enjoyed. It's Abhishek Chobe. It's a really delicious sort of wacky dark comedy. I mean, you know, it's very hard to get that right, and very few people do it. And I really thought. It's a very weird show, and I don't mean that in a bad way. And I absolutely vibe with its weirdness. It's it's Manoj Bajpayee in a double role, and he's having an absolute blast with it. It's Konkana Singh Sharma. It's Abhishek Chobe. It's, it's such a cool cast, and I really, I mean, I, I did feel like you know it, it was slightly too long and things like that. But when it works and gives you those highs, it really hits a very distinctive tone. And so I was, I, I thought it was a great start to the year. There was Indian Police Force, which is Rohit's show on Amazon, which I wasn't the biggest fan of. I will say it's one of those shows where when it's constantly in motion. I actually quite enjoyed the action. You know, I, he actually—it's very ironic that he's done more creative. He's tried to do something more creative and inventive with action on the small screen than he ever has mm. on the big screen. But anytime it focuses on characters and emotion and drama, it's you know, you just, it's almost like skip the next action scene. Uh, and then there was Karma Calling on Hotstar, which was uh, a remake of the American show Revenge, and it was pretty unwatchable. Uh, and seven episodes of not much, I would say. But uh, that's everything on the show front. But what about uh, the films? Have you guys seen? I saw Captain Miller. We watched yes. Hanuman, oh, Hanuman together. Uh, I also saw Guntur Karam. So I've done my Pongal releases. How was Guntur Karam? You know, I think Mahesh Babu is just such a star. Right. Uh, um, he's. But it's uh, it's. I was going to say I feel like there's a butt cut. Yeah. <laughs> because it felt so formulaic. Right. You know there was like nothing. Um, that and and you know it's that same familial kind of uh, environment and family dis- and dysfunctional family which we saw in Allah Vaikuntha mm-hmm. Purumalo. It's the same director, mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's just this, the beats are okay and and the women are of course just ornamental. Oh, matlab to another level. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Christmas tree ornamental. <laughs> Not even gold, just tinsel. <laughs> just tinsel. <laughs> It'll make fighter look like a feminist film. Yeah, exactly. And, but but that's not you know. If, honestly, if you do this as long as I have, you make your peace with that yeah, stuff. Right. You know, you uh, you you're. I'm at that point. Somebody told me that uh, Kabir uh, Kabir Khan once said that he can abide anything in a film, but he can't abide bad politics. Mm. And for me, I'm like I'm. Okay with bad politics. <laughs> I've come to that place. You have to. I mean, nowadays you have to. But just to entertain be, me. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's annoying. The amount of times you just have to say shaky politics aside. You know, yeah, for sh- the big. Like which is to, fine. Yeah. I'm now at that. But so this was just. It just became such a slog beyond mm. a point. You know, I thought Captain Miller Dhanush was just. Agreed. Incredible. Yeah. You know, uh, even though again too long, and my God, the level of violence. Like, mm. what is going on? Why do we need that much sort of? You know, head splattering and blood splattering. This is not beautiful, though. <laughs> no, my no, friend, I'm not a fan. But I thought it it did such interesting things, and I really, I really enjoyed that. But Hanuman was the one that really blew me away. You know, a steep decline in the last half an hour. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> but That's before that, yeah. it's just like, what an idea, Sarji. Yeah, yeah. You know, I thought it was great fun. That image of that fight against the pickling woman. The pickling woman. I was like, wow! Like, how do you even think of this? It's all in song. It's a slow motion yeah. sequence. It's it was just fabulous. I had such a good time. Mm-hmm. I was I was a big fan of it. I just thought that again, the way it mixed mythology, made a homegrown superhero film, made it very sort of. He really made it his own. Um, 
and I, I really like how playful and cheeky it was. The first half really felt like a Telugu film. You know how heavy it goes on romance and comedy. It there was like a spirit to it that I felt was missing in like Pramastha, which was big on visuals, but you know you didn't really feel much. Yeah. There's nothing distinctive about that tonality. I did have issues with the second half. You know there was a, a lot. You know it takes a while and there's long stretches of not much to say. I did feel quite tired by the end, but just its achievement, what it pulled off visually in that budget, the world it sort of dares to sort of create. I was I was a fan. I, it has that scene I absolutely love, which is. when to, to his best friend he says i have superpowers and his best friend says well prove it because like all of our heroes yeah. have superpowers Correct. and he has to prove the extent of his strength and it's a homage to various stars yeah. and i love that like you need that it's because so yeah because you can't have indian superheroes because our superheroes can beat up 2000 guys that's yeah. right. so here's a film that says you know what i'll beat up 3000 guys you know that's how <laughs> you have to prove it and i thought it was so cheeky and so sweet yeah i haven't seen any shows have you uh not really i did watch indian police force which i thought was quite abysmal the, uh, but he's right in saying that what rohichetty is doing with the action sequences itself is fascinating like the camera is swooping there are these long takes there's an ambition here that i think he's um sort of borrowing from the ambition of like a rajan dk you know just like taking these right. long sequences and just exploding them with style uh which i did enjoy i did it but i also got little exhausted by the the color correction i think there's something very off about this jaundiced look that this film this show has also i mean it has to be said that uh, to be a rochetti super cop there is a level of charisma required which you know i i didn't feel siddharth malhotra had right. in that role um yeah so so that that has to be said as well but i did watch uh, karishmaki's fallen leaves which dropped on mubi finally and i was so taken by that world have either of you i haven't it? seen it can i just say the rohit shetty that's segue that range and our lives right that you can go from one to the next and enjoy both equally yeah, yeah the average week can be quite schizophrenic in a wonderful way yeah yeah, yeah. 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 go on about fallen leaves no because i so i was uh, had to do a movie watch list on karish maki's movies because movie has a list of all his movies retrospective going on of his cinema and he did this thing called the finland trilogy which is actually called the loser trilogy because they're about losers and by losers losers of globalization because finland in the 90s after the breakup of soviet union lost its main trading partner so there was a spike of unemployment and i love the fact that you have this sort of structural change happening in the economy and that's producing a genre of cinema wow. you know the way like a bachan people argue came out of the disillusionment of the 70s though of course javed sab denies all of that or the 90s cinema came out of the liberalization privatization of you know karan johar's films came out of the liberalization that happened in 1991 so i like that when when you're seeing something in society tangibly invoked in cinema So that was very exciting. So yeah, Karish Maki. And I have to say that I'm excited about Shahid Kapoor and Kriti Sanon as a robot. Like what fun. Really? <laughs> I watched that trailer and you know that that thing they keep saying high concept film. That's that is a very high concept. It is a high concept film. film. Come on. Yeah, that trailer had more twists than I had so yeah, I saw coming. <laughs> I was like the the first half of the trailer is one genre, then it dives into family drama comedy. And then it's full sci-fi, and I'm like, you know what? Sign me up. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, why I'm not? All, let's see. I'm why excited not? for love. Yeah. I'm excited to see love on the screen. I think we've yeah. forgotten what love means. So yeah. when you say love, do you mean the genre? Or do you mean the Pansali film he just announced? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> smooth segue into <laughs> love and war. <laughs> I love it. Listen, I cannot wait. I mean, first of all, what a star cast. Yes. Ranbir Alia and Vicky Kaushal is just so exciting. Like, what a acting. masterclass potential here there there I'm is here extremely excited despite so i'm writing a monograph on his movies right now uh 
and so I've been watching all of his movies repeatedly. And despite that, I'm there's no lethargy, no monotony that's set yeah, in. That's I'm wonderful. still excited to watch a Devdas for like the 400th time, literally. Uh, I'm still excited to watch these movies again. I'm still excited for that brand of cinema. You don't. I have not got desensitized to his yeah. beauty, his audacity in his beauty. So yes, that's something I'm excited. I love the poster. The fact that they just put the signatures of the actors. Uh, I thought that was very sweet. I don't remember the last time I've seen that happen. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. There's something very personalized about the announcement. Though I'm a little shaky about the English. Like love and war, it's. it's I'm hoping it's a working title. Yes, um, me too. I, I am hoping because Pansa- Pansali is known for his titles, and I just feel like this is quite. Gangu by Katiavadi <laughs> and Bajira Masani, love and war. <laughs> <laughs> this is off. <laughs> off brand. <laughs> off brand, yeah. Yes. Uh, but no, that is a very very cool cast, and we very much look yes. forward to seeing what that becomes after he has his big Netflix show Hira Mandi, which will Absolutely. also. Absolutely, which which will, at the very least, just be beautiful. Yes. Yes. Uh, and we hope beauty is enough to sustain it. Listen, beauty gets beauties. me through a lot yes. of things. Beauty is okay? almost always enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> when, you know, truly in fighter, when some of those aerial acrobatics were getting a bit much for me, it's focusing on Rithik's green eyes. And why not? <laughs> I right? loved, coming back to it, I love the way it capitalized on his eyes. I really like that sequence where it's him talking to Red Nose and all you see are their eyes. Yeah. Their eyes. And it's yeah. just yeah. conveying to their eyes. And I was like, I'm, yeah. I love that scene. Yeah. The crinkle in the corners. Yeah. You never yeah, yeah. That. See, that's lovely. Yeah. That he's letting those crow's feet yeah. be. Yeah. And it's not been digitally erased. It's called crow's feet? There must be more elegant way of calling it. Trust me, I'm old enough to have them. Peacock's feet, maybe. I don't know. Pratish is stealing that term for his next review. Whatever it is, he's going to throw crow's feet in there. That's so funny. Am I like the only one in this podcast who knows the term crow's feet? I think I was aware of it, but I don't mind rediscovering it in this way. I'm I'm good. This is ages. Let me just tell you that, okay? God. Speaking so, of Hansali Anu, Sudeep Chatterjee. So exciting. So exciting. I tell you this. So this is through the lens, which is our kind of celebration of cinematographers, cinematography, a kind of a masterclass, if you will, trying to kind of thodasa educate me as well as other film lovers about the art and what goes into it. Mm. Uh, and so the first episode dropped in January, which was with Sudeep Chatterjee. And of course, we talked endlessly about his work with Sanjali Ravansali. And just, you know, the creation of it and, and like specific scenes. And I, it's so refreshing to speak to like the behind the scene artists, mm. you know. And, and uh, I asked Sudeep, I was like... Uh, does ego ever come in the way? Because you're like, and, and he said, it's like co-parenting a child, yeah. right? Uh, and he said, no, if ego comes in the way, then be the director. Like, you can't have an ego as a cinematographer, yeah. you know, which is just so lovely. And and we're doing uh, 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 several more shows and I'm just so excited about this series. Um, I feel like, I hope we can do more and more of this. You know, mm. celebrate people who are not in front of the camera. The technicians. The technicians. Yeah. Who are artists also. Yeah. I think Absolutely. The word technicians, the word technicians is always yeah, quite the word technicians also, Yeah, it is a little... I loved how in, in, in that episode he spoke about, you know, lighting Alia's face a certain yes. way. And bringing out the psychology of the character of through the light. Of just the light, light coming yeah. on her face the and what that meant. Yeah, exactly. I just thought... <laughs> like when I'm watching, I'm like, yeah, very pretty. But the pretty has an emotion. It does, yeah. You know, and it was so nice to kind of do a deep dive into that. Uh, for me, as as 
just a listener. It was a real education. When I first found out that, you know, we were doing the series that, you know, I, I was incredibly excited because, you know, I mean, to do the job that we do, you are an internal student, but there's something about cinematography. I think I'm going through a phase right now where you really do want to understand the art form so much better. You want to understand what it conveys. And and just when I saw that, and to know that it is a series uh, that, that I know you're doing, I, I can't wait yeah, to just catch all of them because there's just too. so much artistry there that just doesn't get talked about yeah, um, yeah. and that's so much conveyed through that form that people don't appreciate and I can't wait to like learn mm. a lot more about it absolutely what about the festival of young cinema Asia Europe thank you Pratish <laughs> <laughs> uh, for reminding me that among other things I also in January uh, actually I was just what in at the Cannes Film Festival is called an accompaniment, <laughs> which is the basic plus one. It sounds like food. <laughs> it's the plus one to the star, which was my husband, Vinod, uh, because Twelfth Fail was the closing film at the festival. So it was really interesting because I haven't, like I used to live in Hong Kong when I was in high school, which you can imagine was many years ago, decades ago, uh, and I haven't been back since then. Um, so for us to go to, we landed in Hong Kong and then drove to Macau, was just fascinating to like, see of course how much the landscape has changed, but also Macau is like this, it's the Las Vegas of the East, right? right. It's, a, it's a gambling, gambling city. Yeah. And so there's just these bright lights and, uh, you know, we so we went to the Venetian, which of course has these indoor canals. And it was so odd because I've never been to Las Vegas. I had no idea that this is a thing. And so when I saw it on, on Google, I was like, oh, nice. Let's go somewhere. There are canals. We'll walk out to the sun. <laughs> and lo and behold, it's all indoors. indoors. <laughs> it's, it's like the Truman Show. Yeah. It really is. It's all perfectly controlled. But the, the lighting changes depending on the time, the, the time of the day. In a way that the fighter... Doesn't. Doesn't. <laughs> yes, exactly. But it was like fascinating and a little creepy and yeah. just, just all sorts of amazing. And you know what was amazing to me was like, I didn't know how the film would work. translate. Translate. Yeah. yeah, because obviously we don't know what the Chinese subtitles are. Uh, also, you know, UPSC is such a specific Indian, Indian thing. Yeah. You know, I, I was like, I don't even know if they're going to connect to this. And they were also crying. And they were also cheering and it was just so moving, you know, it was just very, very moving. So that was a, that was an amazing experience. Did you go on the slotting machines? <laughs> I don't gamble at all. <laughs> that is a strictly after podcast conversation. <laughs> <laughs> my big, my big ambition was to just find vegetarian. <laughs> that was like my You're gambling a diet machine. instead. <laughs> yeah, like do I get... Veggie food or not? Like, will they get it that I'm gluten-free, dairy-free and vegetarian? What are the chances? <laughs> you know? rice. <laughs> That's right. But it was great fun. That sounds amazing. It was. It genuinely was amazing. And and uh, you may or may not go to Berlin. I am. I'm finally <gasps> all the the stars aligned. How exciting. That is so cool. Oh my God, to just get the funding and get all of it like in place. I dropped my passport in the middle of Lower Perel by mistake. It's just like all, everything's Which is not part out. of the visa process. It was a mistake. It's not, it was a mistake. It. Yeah. Okay. I had a Marathi man like yelling behind me like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like ignoring him because I was like, he's shouting at me because I did something wrong, but no, because I dropped my passport. But yeah, wow. all of the stars of What a good aligned. Samaritan. I know. Like, thank yeah. God for Marathi anger. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Berlin's happening. I'm very excited. It's my first international film festival. Wow. I love film festivals I think we're just like yeah. drenched They're and magical. doused in cinema you're walking out dead and blurry eyed and all of the images are coming together and your dreams are ransacked by these 
strange. In my first mommy, I remember I was not able to sleep properly because it's like Russian warscapes, Indian farmers, like all of it just like bunged together into yeah. my sleep. Especially, yeah. I love the term trench in cinema, but especially if these are movies that you're not, are not part of your day-to-day job, mm. you know, yes. things yeah. you get to experience that are so far removed from. And so, so many of them you know nothing about. Exactly. You exactly. know, nothing yeah. at all. You just go in and you let it wash over you. You know, it's so much fun. I'm jealous. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Please yeah. take warm clothes. Yes, yes. It is frighteningly cold. Warm clothes and a warm body. <laughs> there you go. And we shall reconvene. Yes, absolutely. At some point yeah. to discuss how exciting February was. Yeah, look forward to it. If you like this show, drop us a rating on your favorite podcast platform, and remember to tune in to FC Popcorn, a film companion original. <laughs>